Hey, good morning, motivators. Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It is 7-Eleven, and I, it's been a long time since I've been in a 7-Eleven. Um, used to have a bunch around my town growing up, and those places haven't changed a bit, even though, you know, again, I'm not like weekly or daily visitor. 7-Eleven was the hot spot, man, before Wawa came into my little Pine Barren town in Lacey Township, New Jersey. It was 7-Eleven was the spot up on Lacey Road, across from Devil's Ditch. Go in there, get a big gulp, get a Slurpee, get a fucking sandwich, whatever you're after. They had it. Had those hot dogs perpetually uh, roasting on the steel freaking griller things, so they keep turning. So you got these hot dogs just fucking all this fried meat constantly burning. That smell that permeates the nostrils smell truly disgusting. Anyway. It was a good spot. People would often meet there and hang out. Raise hell. Fight. The people who owned the uh, 7-Eleven, that's back when people owned franchises. Now it seems more like I own a, fr- I own a bunch of 7-Elevens or Wawa's. And I'm just going to hire you to run it. So you can't own, you can't be an owner-operator. The model is that I own not one, but maybe three to five 7-Elevens, and I'm going to hire people to, to manage them for me. This family, damn, what the hell was their name? So they lived and worked in their community. They were pillars of the community, honestly. Um, remember, that they all, since they did very well for themselves, they would, uh, did the DeFilippos. I think they were from, they were of Asian descent, I think they might have been Filipino or something like that, I'm not sure, anyway, not necessarily valid, but they were, I guess it is because they were kind of relatively recent immigrants, and they were running the uh, 7-Eleven, and they all, I remember the kids, and even in high school, they had like really nice cars, like Mercedes and shit like that, because they would ran this walk, this 7-Eleven, and it wasn't the ratty looking 7-Elevens that you that you know today this was like a really nice clean looking 7-Eleven I mean the same place that had magazine stand maybe some hustlers in there back in the day definitely some playboys go take a sneak peek at those Uh, they had tobacco products they had you know all the sinful things sodas and shit like that cured meats it was not a healthy place it smelled like newsprint it smelled like hot dogs on those rollers um, and it smelled like tobacco products see people sitting out standing out front of 7-Eleven smoking cigarettes talking telling stories picking up the morning paper and a cup of coffee that in my opinion was never very good 
although I didn't drink coffee back in the days, but I wouldn't have gotten it from 7-Eleven. Anyway, just a little tangent on 7-Eleven, because it was a mere four minutes ago, 7-11 a.m., but today is the 16th of September 2021. I'm heading down to Gwyn and Mercy University for my morning class. We're going to cover tissues, the tissue level of classification, organization, a bunch of atoms make molecules, a bunch of molecules make a organelle, a bunch of organelles are stuck inside a cell, stuffed inside a cell like the machinery inside your car's engine. So we have countless cells in our body that are banded together, like sewn together in a kind of tissue material, like uh, if we went to, uh, let's say we might like to make clothes, make our own clothing, so we enjoy different textiles, you can go to places and you can see all kinds of different materials that you can use to make whatever, you can make your own freaking pair of pants, you can make a freaking outfit, you can make uh, drapes or slip covers, I have a friend who used to do that shit. And you select the material you like, and that's what you make it out of. There are places you can go. It's pretty cool. I've never been in one, recently anyway, but I've seen them. They've got these gigantic, I forget what they're called, but there's a term for these big rolls of, uh, not, a, not a ream, but these gigantic rolls of cloth that are produced, of course, in some developing nation. And that cloth, that material, that textile, is kind of like the cell lines in your body. So we're covering tissues in lecture today. Fortunately, we've been covering it in labs, so carryover is significant. I want to make that point to them this morning. When I say tissues, all right, there are four types, just so you know. There's epithelium, which can, like covers things, lines things. That's, that's like your epidermis, your skin. Many cells thick, very thick, resilient material. It's constantly being, the cells in it are constantly dying and, and being born. You know, the dead skin cells that uh, we scrub off when we shower or we rub off when we do whatever. Go ahead, Peter. I'm being a fucking good Samaritan this morning. I let frickin' five cars out of that side road while this light turned green. And now, it's red for me. So they got to go, and I had to stay. I feel strangely very unlike somebody who showed people in prisoner of war camps or concentration camps a way out. And then I got stuck behind trying to be a fucking nice guy. It was worth it. It's worth it to help your fellow human beings, all right? Back to tissues, textiles, skin. It's called stratified squamous epithelium. I know that's a tongue twister. Say it three times fast. Stratified squamous, stratified squamous, stratified squamous, stratified squamous. Oh, maybe it's not that hard. So squamous epithelium is like kind of like fried egg in shaped. In shape. And uh, 
got that nucleus in the middle like the egg yolk and it's got the, um, the, the rest of the cell surrounding the nucleus and so these cells are really good at lining things like our blood vessels like our body cavities and they're also really good at covering things like they, they will be your, your skin and our skin's job is to keep the environment out right the, the weather and bugs, creatures, uh, little bumps and bruises throughout the day. It When you rub up against something, you scuff through a door frame, or you uh, doing work in the yard and you're pulling all those weeds out of the ground, you know, you, your body is being protected. The inside of your body, the workings of your anatomy, like your muscles tendons, ligaments, organs, systems, all that stuff stays inside your body because we've got a tough outer coating. It's kind of like pulling on a glove. It's like you're pulling on another, you know, several layers of skin. But our skin does that already. Pretty incredible. The capabilities that we have with these tissues. So uh, epithelium is one type of tissue. Then you got connective tissue. Now that's all of our sinew, our tendons, ligaments, and all these tissues that bind um, those cells together. Connective tissues. Another type of connective tissue is blood and lymph, and they're liquid, of course, they flow. And then cartilage bone, cartilage and bone, those are two types of connective tissues as well. So it is, anyway, this one, you might not be interested at all. This is what I'm talking about to these motivators out this morning about, and they're going to be, they should be pleased because this is going to really set them up for success in their lab exam, which takes place on Tuesday. So, watch this little sneaky sneak I'm going to do. Get into the right lane. And then I'm going to fucking blow doors on this work van. So, just a final note on, on this, on my A&P stuff. Look, I'm happy. I've been posting these videos, maybe to 5-10 minutes, on different conditions in the body. Uh, using this anatomage technology. And, uh, I think I'm doing a pretty good job with it. People are like, they like to, to see what I have to say and to uh, get a tour, the opportunity for a tour of their body. It's pretty freaking cool. And so I'm going to keep doing it. Folks are asking me, I got a request. I've done so far low back, sacroiliac joints. I've done um, Achilles tendonitis. And now I am going to do. I got requests for sciatica and so let's see sciatica anyway so I'm getting requests and I like doing these things absolutely like showing people what's going on. Remember uh, remember going to Body Worlds 
as a newly uh, licensed doctor. I was in Body Worlds exhibit, which is like if you're unfamiliar, it's this showcasing of all human anatomy. And this guy did it in a very artistic way, took liberties in some uh, instances, but he used a process called plastination where he basically impregnated or injected bodily tissues with this plastic. And so it really stayed in a state that looked like it, um, that it would normally look like in the body, in the physiological state. He was able to like freeze it in time. And so I went through there with my wife and mother-in-law went to Body Worlds in Philly when first came in. And it's like people, I remember people standing around me just listening, wow, this guy, you know, they just came to, to see this stuff, but I got a, a tour, and I, I gave everyone that would listen, you know, hey, this is the the heart, and it's it's a big muscle, and all those cells, they beat as one, and they've got this, that, and the other thing, and cardiac conduction system, and they're really neat, they've got these little plugs that plug one muscle cell into the next one. They're called intercalated discs. So people, would, all of a sudden, they're like, hey, can we hang out with you? Can we come through here with you? You show us something cool. So I did. I thought that that was so wonderful to be able to use your knowledge, things you know about, to, to show other people, you know, what's up. So there's that. All right, and so you can expect some more stuff about anatomage and these uh, guided tours. By the end of this school year, I plan to have so many videos saved. I'm going to put them on a YouTube page. I'm going to put them on um, TikTok, maybe. I don't know how, you know. Anyway, just to get them in front of other people so folks can see what's going on, what's up. had a guy come in yesterday at the office. He is, uh, he, he was in scrubs. He wears a, uh, he's wearing scrubs. He works for a local company. He's actually one of my neighbors. He works for a company that, that does these orthopedic uh, procedures. So they'll find somebody has a disc, and not a disc, a, a compression fracture of a vertebral body. Uh, this is part of your of your um, spine that each of these vertebrae have different features. They have a vertebral body. They have um, these other little bony projections that jut out, like the spinous process, the transverse process. Anyway, if a compression fracture is where you take that vertebral body, which looks like a big circular thing, almost like a hockey puck. Now, these are all stacked on top of each other, and you call that the spine, spinal column. So the back of the, the front of the spinal column, vertebral bodies have compression fractures where you, like, press it as hard as you can, or injury causes this part of the anatomy to fracture in a way. So I use the analogy, it's like you're pressing a, uh, take your finger, thumb and forefinger, and you hold a marshmallow between them. And you just squeeze and on one side. And instead of that cylinder that you have there, 
it's cylindrical looking square bone now it's triangular and so that it causes tremendous pain and all kinds of other uh, mechanical issues so it sucks you don't want to have compression fractures they're most common in, in folks who get a little bit older and who have osteoporosis uh, they're very common in that population so if you see a little old man or lady that have that real that they're like big hump on their back this is due to compression fractures a lot of the time anyway this guy this, this, this new patient he does this for a living he teaches patients what they're going to do with the procedure and shows them how to do it right and it sounds like they basically put a balloon inside of the, ver the, the fractured vertebrae and they inflate it and then they squirt a like an epoxy in there like a resin something that is a an orthopedic uh, cement and they they change the shape they they restore the normal shape of that vertebrae and that's that's a fucking life-changing thing for some people so I am so pleased to be to have this guy in my um, coming in. Also, see what he's up to because if there's some way that I can incorporate this or use my anatomy or my chiropractic skills to educate uh, people or to somehow get on get in on this and see perceive another way to earn a living in the future, I might. I'm glad to hear stuff is out like that is out there. Alright, so enough about anatomy. I don't know if you guys are how interested you are, but you're going to see more of this stuff, me posting it online. And I hope that you find it interesting. Got my man Big Lar text messaged me this morning, said, uh, hey, I did it. I went to PF, Planet Fitness, baby. He went in there and he's been sharing me with me the things that he's been doing stay in shape, and I'm glad he's doing that, a little accountability, you know, uh, I'll tell him the same thing, I'm going today, just a little nudge from somebody in the midst of a busy day, right, if you can share with somebody with a workout that you had, and, and you know, a little bit of motivation, especially coming where big, coming from where Big Lar and I have, have been in DDIP, then you can inspire somebody to do the same. So I'm telling you, I'm going to Planet Fitness when I'm done this afternoon, around 3, 3.30. I'm going to fucking get a fierce workout. And then I'm going to go home, pick my boy up from football practice. He's all flying high. He had a game yesterday. He had a touchdown. He had a bunch of catches, maybe an interception. He could not stop talking when I came in the door. You know, I'm proud of this guy. His uncle, by the way, was able to come and watch him. He loves football and loves Sam. And so he, uh, he, he the support is appreciated, you know, that people that were going to be out there um, supporting this guy, both the kids in their sports. Now, Lily, she's just as talented. She's a freaking cheer phenom. And as Sam is rambling on about his yeah, football exploits. I'm so proud of him, both with his performance, but also he, he goes out of his way to tell me how, you know, the, the, you know, we slaughtered the other team and 
you know, went over, they were, t- they were saying, hey, are you their secret weapon, and are they going to throw to you, shit like that, made him feel good, like, wow, he's a valued member of the team, and all this shit, and he needs that, even if this team, I think that they were, it was like, it was very likely, we knew going into it that they weren't a very good team, so that Sam's squad was going to beat him pretty badly. So it was a great opportunity to go out there and learn and, and for the coaches and players to handle their business, you know, go out there and train, uh, maybe relax a little bit. But Sam's great, and he's, but he's saying, my point is, beyond the athleticism, beyond the touchdowns and all that shit, beyond being a secret weapon, he was telling me how he went up to that, all the players after the game, and the, the quarterback got hurt pretty bad, he was sitting on the bleachers, and, or on the bench, and Sam went over and said, hey, good good game, you know, good work today, something like that, so I'm glad that it's, it somehow got through in translation that we have a responsibility not just to do well for ourselves, that's wonderful, but it's such a small idea. Like once, once you get, it's not a small idea. It's, it's a small idea if that's all you do. You're only looking after yourself. That's a shame, because you can help other people, and you should. To be there for other people, to help them understand things, to help them, you know become perhaps a a little bit like you, you know, to taste the successes that you are having in football, in life, whatever it is. That's the beautiful thing. You can teach people, you can tell them, show them that you care, that you're a human being. So that's wonderful. It was great to hear that. He's he's going on and on about this, really flying high. And then Lily, of course, is so shared that she's a little bit, she's not a little bit, she's shy, and having a difficult time in school, doesn't necessarily enjoy it, but she's attending, and she's learning, and she's struggles to say something nice about her day, you know, this teacher is a little bit too much for me, too much energy, and then this one is that, and then, then, um, you know, if you're looking for for, uh, faults or problems in people, there's no short quantity of them, so you're going to be in in business, you'll be able to um, tear people apart and be unhappy for your interaction with them and, and all that, you know, if you're look, looking for, for problems, they're pretty easily found, especially these days in human beings, but maybe if we can look for, you know, strive to find the good and the upside in situations. That's where that's where we need to be as human beings, I feel. It's too easy to find the faults. So she finds a lot of faults and you know, struggles when I ask her how her day was, she kind of looks at me like I know that you're tired of hearing me complain about it. And, no, I didn't get touchdowns or I didn't do all this stuff. 
that Sam does and Golden Boy. I can actually see her, the potential going forward for her to be resentful of him because he's Mr. Football and Mr. Well, kind of like well-adjusted friends, you know, taking his pick of friends and all that stuff. It's all about an attitude, though. Lily's no less special. In fact, in some ways, she might be more special, you know, but she'll never, the world may never know that because she hides herself away. So don't hide yourself away, turds. You know, even the freaking, the meek and mild of us have so much to show and so much interaction, so much opportunity, so many opportunities to engage in this world. important. It's important for you and it's important for others that you go out there and, and you, you, know, you cooperate. And so she's trying to do that. She's telling me about her day. And of course she got cheer tonight. sells at. So the kids are alright. I'm happy to say the kids are doing okay right now. And uh, we're nearing the end of a very long week. I mean, it's, actually, it's gone very quickly. But you know what I'm saying? It's, you, can, you can feel the impact it has on us how tired you are at the end of the day. My wife told me last night how, you know, she had a class, she'd been taking a class after school, she already has her master's, this is going to be like a certificate thing for administrations, and she, talking about hiding herself away, and it's fine, she doesn't want to be an administrator, she doesn't want to be a principal. But she probably, the type of person who probably should be because she's really, really smart, and she's a good person, she's kind and considerate, she's the type of person that you would love to have as your teacher, as your kid's teacher, because she's on the ball, and she really cares, she'll try, if you're willing to help, you know, if you're willing to meet her halfway, you got the best teacher around, man, you ought to be freaking thankful, so yeah. Anyway, she's on the couch. She's like, Aaron, I'm so tired. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, yeah. Hell yeah. 25 patients later, I feel the same. I'm tired. I'm kaput. But I'm still kicking, you know. And freaking close things up for the night. Hit the rack. Couldn't even finish my episode of The Last Kingdom. But it was looking pretty good. It's my my man here, the uh, security guard. Thank goodness he knows me at this point. Morning. Morning. How you doing today? Good. Yourself? Good. Okay. Boom. Go. Thank you.
nice guy. Well, that was nice. It took, caught a little whiff of uh, wood-burning stove. A little bit chilly last night, 67 degrees. Although it was fucking, it'll be 80-something, 80 87 degrees within hours, I'm sure. Very fucking terrible heat to finish off the uh, summer here. Again, it's the 16th today, 16th of, of September. So, let's see what else we got. Before I head into to, uh, class, I want to just acknowledge a pretty freaking badass dude, comedian, uh, deceased yesterday. Norm McDonald. Alright, this guy's funny as shit. I got a book of his that I'm going to revisit because you know I like to get book after book on Audible and then I will not finish them. But his, you know, he's funny freaking dude. He's got a very unique type of humor where he kind of like tells these lies. Um, I'll read this one I just saw this morning, which if you live back in the 80s, 90s, you'll um, it'll ring a bell. Let's see. I guess I saved it to images. So Norm was on Saturday Night Live. He was in all of the films with... Um, with our man, Adam Sandler. Lestat, the vampire Lestat, played by Tom Cruise, obviously he's a pretty boy, and, uh, you know, he, he kind of, him and his, uh, his friend or whatever, his brother, they would, they were part of a, a vampire, you know, covert vampires, and they'd go around, they had to live by taking the blood, sucking the blood of, of innocent human beings, and they were like enamored with beauty and fancy things and fancy dress and uh, it was really kind of done in a Victorian way if I'm getting that way correct if I'm interpreting that correctly so um, anyway he, Tom was very flamboyant in the movie and whoever his backup was 
was also pretty flamboyant. And then you got um, Kirsten Dunst was in there, and she was like a daughter that they seduced, um, made their own because they killed her. They sucked the blood out of her family or something. So really kind of weird and flamboyant. So Interview with the Vampire, my review, not gay enough. And then he would just sit there, and he would... Um, he just stare into the camera after saying that. And it was funny as shit, the way he did it anyway. And of course, you couldn't say... I don't think you could say something like that these days. But he didn't. He just meant, like, the whole thing. Like, the whole um, movie. If you saw it, you maybe understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, I'm kind of subdued here now because I've got all kinds of my fellow co-workers... And they're showing up to class, and I need to go in and teach some fucking anatomy. So as I have a spoonful of my um, oatmeal, I bid you a good morning, and I'll talk to you maybe this afternoon after a little frickin' hard work at uh, Planet Fitness. <laughs> Negative. Negative. <laughs>